Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and buckle your seatbelts. It's time for your weekly ride along with the Bikes on Bikes. This is Drive By. Yes, we are the Mike's on Mike's. This is the Drive-By Wrestling Podcast, and I'm spiraling into a depression, Mike. Ah, this coronavirus shit. I'm done with it, man. I'm over it. Let's move on. This is the, the worst thing. Like, this week has been just a cornucopia of fucking nightmares for me. Like, just fucking terrible, man. Yeah, um, I am, although I know we kind of talk about our work without saying where we work, I am in a, I am in a line of work that makes me go into and out of several businesses each and every day, seeing, I don't know, 10 to, you know, possibly 50 people a day in some buildings that house three to 500 people, um, it's not something I'm excited about right now. And in a state, I work in PA that has been, as of Thursday, on a com- not a complete lockdown, but on a, went from essential business can still work to the next day being life essential business. And guess what? My boss says we're life essential, Mike. Well, you know, Mike, you gotta make sure those people have their stuff. I, uh, mm-hmm. as you know, uh, I work for a large retail company. Mm-hmm. Um, as uh, on the logistics side. And, uh, since we have to get stores, the products on the shelf, we are also considered essential. And, but we've also given everyone the ability to call off during this COVID-19 bullshit, uh, free of charge. So, while also having an immense amount of goods to distribute to stores... I'm doing it on less staff. So, yeah, this has been great. Uh, oh, also, so, and my co-manager is on vacation this week. <laughs> so, by free of charge, what, what, what exactly does that mean? Um, essentially, if you believe that you have COVID, mm-hmm. um... All you have to do is go to a doctor and get tested for it, and it's an automatic three days uh, off. And um, if you actually have COVID, it's a two-week paid vacation, which sounds fucking awesome to me, because I'll be honest, uh, it sounds like (laughs) if you're a fairly healthy, like, middle-aged human being... That it's not really that bad for you, right? Uh, 
you're and, a smoker, right, Mike? And no, I'm not, my my good man. No, I'm not. Um, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> used to be, not not anymore. Well, uh, well. So I understand that it attacks. And being a former smoker, it's probably gonna be rough on me. But like, I take care of myself. So like, you know, uh. Other than that time I caught mono in, like, eighth grade, and uh, it's basically stopped me from growing anymore, um, I've never really <laughs> had, like, health problems. So, like, I figured, fuck it, man, I'll take some COVID. You get, like, I just got my bonus just dropped. Taxes are about to hit. Uh, give me a two-week vacation, man. Fucking Mike gonna be okay, baby. Mike gonna be fine. Like, <sighs> yeah, I'm, uh... I'm not about that life. Yeah, it doesn't work for you, man. You got kids and a wife and shit. I literally just have a wife and a room full of toys. So, and I'm, and I'm pretty sure my toys aren't going to get sick. I'm also following some of the new reports that are saying, uh, we think China lied to us and there's more people getting hurt by this than the old people. Well, and the other report saying that this is causing lung scarring in very young people. Um, you know, just not something I really want to take my chance up, chances with, you know? Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. <laughs> but, of course, my work, they don't give a shit. Get out there. Get out there and... Literal, literal words, Mike. Business as usual. I will say we have canceled all meetings, so that's been that's great. Because nice. I hate going to meetings. They're a waste of You're my fucking awesome. time. Like, here's the thing. We have a meeting every night at 7 o'clock. Where we just go over, like, all managers get together and we just go over, like, uh, like, what's fucking going on in our departments. And I'll be honest, man, like, I don't give a shit what is going on in anyone else's department. That's not even, like, a joke. Like, I don't give a shit what is happening <laughs> in these other fucking departments, man. Not a piece of me cares and they're always just like oh make sure you get down fucking meeting and it's like man it's like a half hour where i could just do other stuff this sounds terrible why are you making me sit through this but hey man so on the upside i haven't been having to deal with uh you know meetings but hey let's talk some fucking wrestling man yeah, and let's let's try to talk some wrestling. It's definitely been interesting. We had, as we recorded a couple of days early last week, I believe, or a day early, we were not yet confirmed what was going on with SmackDown. They did do an empty PC. Uh, it was an enjoyable show. I thought SmackDown was very enjoyable. Uh, I liked Triple H's interactions. I thought he was kind of fun the way he handled things. Definitely different, definitely something that I think a lot of people needed. We move over to Raw, and we got a replay of the Rumble, and we got a couple matches, a couple segments. It felt a little bit more awkward, and it might just have been because we had already seen this. If that's fair, you know, we saw it Friday. Now we see the same kind of format. Uh, I don't know, man. AEW did it differently, and I had texted you. Uh, are the elitist on our page, you, AJ, Mr. Vest. And I said, 
You know, I think AEW is really going to be a struggle to watch with no audience. And the reason I said that, Mike, is because... I understand your reasoning. I knew your reasoning right away, by the way. Uh... The reason is because that company and that production lives and is, in my opinion, as exciting as it is to most people because of the fan reaction. And I thought, and you can say if if this is what you th- thought I was thinking, I thought without the fan reaction, some of the in-ring antics and spots just might come off really silly. Um, that, and it's just, crowd reaction and interaction is a huge part of that show. So, like, I understood yes. what you were saying. Like, it's, um... The fans are passionate on that show and can turn things uh, that are mediocre on that show into. I'll be honest, man. The fans can trick you sometimes on that show into thinking you're watching a good wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> they really can. That's kind of my point. They really can. So I get where you're coming from, but man, holy shit, were you wrong? <laughs> and I have, was fully planning on watching it last night, man, but this whole thing has got my world literally turned upside down in possibly more ways than one. Yeah, I got so, you. So, I, I, I didn't really feel like I wanted to enjoy anything at that point. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I thought the way they did things was really interesting, having um, other roster members in the crowd. Um, mm-hmm. we probably get into this part of the show a little bit early, but, um, MJF and Sean Spears were fucking hilarious sitting at ringside and making bets on the matches. It was outstanding. So Sean Spears actually did something this week. He sat at ringside and, oh. made, and made some Uh-oh. bets. He sat at ringside and made some bets. So I thought that was really enjoyable. There was a lot of interaction from uh, basically everyone that was out at ringside watching the matches, but more specifically, um, Sean Spears and MJF really just were hilarious. Um, Now I'm not going to say that there weren't moments in this show that would have been enhanced by a crowd. Uh, Right. I think the debut of Brody Lee as the exalted one would have... (sighs) Would have... Done well with the crowd. I think Matt Hardy showing up at the end of the show definitely would have been better with the crowd as he started to do the delete chant. Um, right. It would have been a hell of a way to close the show with Matt Hardy up there and the whole crowd chanting delete with him. I think Matt Hardy's a weird pick to be the fifth guy for your elite team for blood and guts considering, you know, Dustin Rhodes is still there and Kind of feuding with Jake Hager. <laughs> and also, it's just like, they were just like, by the way, here's our buddy Matt Hardy. And it's like, when the fuck has Matt Hardy been your buddy? <laughs> like, like, I get that you guys like yeah. wrestling fans. I get that like wrestlers are friends and shit. But man, like, come on. Like, there's no, there was just like no reasoning for this to me at all. Other than just for like an interesting way to debut Matt Hardy. I have a feeling he's probably going to turn on them. But whatever. I'm like... I, and here's my thing. Like Now, I did watch the Brody Lee 
debut. I did not see the Matt Hardy one yet. And I do probably plan on taking time to watch them. When you say you saw the Brody Lee debut, did you see just the video or did you see him actually come out? I didn't see him actually come out. I know he did. I saw the entire video. And okay. I saw him start to walk out. And that's all I saw. Alright. Um, man, these guys just can't stop, can they? You know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> I'm not sure, but maybe. When he calls Christopher Daniels, he calls Christopher Daniels an old man. And he says... You're not the first out-of-touch old man who hasn't had faith in me. And it's like, guys, can none of you get the fuck over your ex-girlfriend? No, they can't. Like, none of these guys can get over their ex-girlfriend, man. Yeah, that's a pretty good analogy there. I know we've used it before, but it really it's still really spot on. It's really spot on. And that's what it feels like. It's just like, man, none of you guys can just get over your fucking ex-girlfriends, can you? This is crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's weird. And, and I don't... How do I want to say this? I, I don't want to... I know a lot of people say, like, oh... And I've even said it. You know, oh, look, they signed two more WWE. I, I don't want to say cast off because that's not fair, but there are people that will say that. But at the same time, like, WWE's really been the main game in town for how long? So after you suck up the best independent stars, which both companies have tried to do, and there's not much left but people who are out of contract. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, that's going to happen. I mean, it's going to happen the other way. There's going to be people who leave AEW to go to WWE. It's going to happen eventually, especially if this company is around for a long time. Yeah, I mean, eventually it'll happen. Not right now, but eventually it'll happen. I just think it's just ridiculous how everyone has to fucking... Oh man, I better talk shit about Vince to impress Cody. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I know. But I, I guess I stand corrected. They failed very well. But here's what drove me here's what drove me nuts socially on this, Mike. The people that were just shit talking WWE because now all of a sudden WWE did a terrible job at empty arena and AEW just blew them out of the water. I mean, we all do realize that this is like a first time situation for all of this. Like, to criticize either of these companies for giving us entertainment, in my opinion, is utter bullshit. You know, every sports league is shut down. These guys are doing what they can do, which we're going to touch a little bit on that here in a minute, to make sure that we at least have some sort of entertainment that we're used to. Is it exactly the same as it was? No. But right now, guys, nothing in the world is exactly as it was. So be happy with what you got. I think that's a very fair statement, Mike. Yeah, it's very fair indeed. Be happy with what you have right now. You could be having no wrestling right now. Exactly. And granted, you have... You can always go back to the network and watch stuff, which, you know, is not a bad idea. You can always go to YouTube and watch wrestling with a crowd if you need that fix. They're just trying to entertain us. Both companies are just trying to be that escape from 
what is the terrible reality right now? Mike, I want to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to get into the WrestleMania news, our feelings on it, and again, kind of talk about the social. Uh, I'm going to say a little bit of negative outcry. Again, shocker. Hang tight. We will be right back. Each and every week, while Mike's on Mike's, scour the globe. Looking in arenas, locker rooms, VFW halls, looking under rocks, and under Peyton Royce to answer the burning question, what is Sean Spears doing? Mike, we discussed a little bit earlier in the show, and you actually brought up Sean Spears did do something this week was indeed caught on an AEW camera on live television. But did you see the other thing that he got to do this week? No, I don't believe so. What's that? I wish that it would have been the only thing he did this week because I, even though he's making bets on matches during AEW, this was a more fun thing. Sean Spears got to throw his smoking hot wife Peyton Royce in a pool. Ooh. And I'm going to say it was the most fascinating thing he's done since he left WWE. Um, what do you think life is like? Not nearly as good as I think it should be. Um, I bet it's pretty fucking sweet, though. Like, you basically only have to show up for TV, like, maybe one or two times a month, right? Um... Are still getting paid because AEW's dumb shits with their expensive ass uh, guaranteed contracts for mid carters, and it's just like you don't have to wrestle anywhere else. So it's like you show up for work once a month, and then you just throw your smoking hot wife in a pool. Cool. I mean, like, why are we making fun of this guy again? Now that I'm thinking about it. Because I'll be honest, it sounds to me like he's living the dream. So, uh, while we spent the whole first ten minutes of this show talking about how much we hate our fucking lives currently. So, uh, <laughs> hats off to you, Sean Spears, who is who may have just become my fucking personal hero. Oh, touche. Mike, they made an announcement that WrestleMania is going to take place in the Performance Center. And then later in this week, they made another announcement that WrestleMania is going to be two days, Saturday and Sunday, and hosted by none other than Gronk. And you said... Dot, dot, dot. No, I'm good, fam. (laughs) Mike, you're going to watch WrestleMania. You're going to at least watch one of them. 
<clears throat> when is WrestleMania? April. <coughs> well, now with it being Saturday, Sunday, April fourth and fifth. Um. So we're about two weeks away. Um. I'm going to be real with you, man. This WrestleMania was going to be real iffy for me anyway, my dude. Um, I I don't know a lot of the storylines going into it because I don't care much for WWE TV right now. Um, you wanted to see Charlotte and Rhea. I do want to see Charlotte and Rhea. I do want to see Drew and Brock. I, well, I want to see Drew and Brock, and I obviously want to see Becky and Shayna. So I'm gonna yep. watch those matches, um, but like, am I gonna start watching both these nights at seven o'clock? No, I am not. Uh, I'm probably not even gonna watch Saturday as it li airs live because Saturday is essentially like my wife and I's night. So um, you know we like to watch a movie, catch up on our shows. So I'm probably not gonna watch Saturday live at all um sunday uh i don't know man westworld comes on at nine so <laughs> it's gonna be tricky for me to work this one in too um look man like i know that you've tried to uh pull me back in with things and you offer up counters to how i feel but um, I have never been this just fucking blase over WrestleMania. Well, I mean, the whole situation in the world sure hasn't helped, and then knowing that it's not going to be in a stadium and an empty PC or empty other places certainly which, does not help. Which I want right? to say that doesn't that doesn't take away from it though, right? Um. I'm super interested to see what this looks like. So it's not like I'm like, fuck, man, we're not even going to be in a stadium with fans. That's not even a thing for me, man. I just straight up just, for the most part, find their programming to be somewhat boring and not exactly like for me. And, like, it's funny because, like, I, I do this show weekly with you and uh, my dude Joe. Shout out, Joe. Uh... I talk to a lot too, and he's a, um, he's like the type of wrestling fan that likes the soap opera of it all. Mm -hmm. So, so he even like, he's like, I don't know, man, this has been pretty good. And I'm like, fuck, oh, man, I don't know. It's like, I, I don't know, man, I'm just, I'm starting to realize that WWE doesn't make a wrestling product for me. And that's okay, man. Like, I'm not holding that against them. At all, NXT anyway. does. That's what I'm saying. NXT makes a wrestling product <laughs> for me, man. And that's fine. That's great. It's just, it's just, this just isn't, this just isn't wrestling that appeals to me. And now I don't want to take away from any performer on WWE. I think everyone on WWE, if you're on WWE, you're there because you're a fucking outstanding performer, except for Mojo Rawley. Um... And a handful of others. I think there's a handful of trash on that roster, but I think every roster needs a little bit of trash on it. I'm not, I, 
frequently preach New Japan. I'm not going to tell you I like everyone on New Japan. I think Toriyanu is fucking garbage. So it's not like I think everyone's great everywhere else. NXT has some people I don't like. Fucking AEW, I think, is well-known that I think has a lot of trash on the roster. But mm-hmm. um, the specific type of product that WWE makes, and I mean main roster, um, it is a... look. And again, I don't want to take away from anyone and what they're doing, but I feel that WWE fucking... Like, when they let guys like Seth Rollins go out and put on a fucking match, he'll give you the best match ever, right? Yeah. But I don't think that frequently enough they let them go out and do that. There, yeah, that's a fair argument. There's a box into the WWE style which makes... Which they open that box up for pay-per-views. Not gonna lie, man. Pay-per-view match has been fucking solid on this show for a long time. So WrestleMania? But they don't <laughs> open that box up on weekly TV, and that's hard for me to watch Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy have a tag match against the Usos, which I know could be the best tag match that you've ever seen, and it's just okay. Um, I, it, I, I don't care for Lana and Bobby Lashley-esque storylines, which is going to be a consistent thing in WWE. And I understand that's a part of WWE. It has been my whole life. But that's not for me anymore. I'm just not a fan of what they do as a product. And again, not taken away from anyone. I think everyone does a good job over there for the most part. I think that there is obviously some management problems, much like everyone kind of agrees. But... Um, I think for the most part, everyone there is talented. All the top people are good and enjoyable. It's just not a product that is for me. Hey, it's all fair, man. And I understand exactly what you're saying. But you're still going to watch some of WrestleMania. I know you will. But here's the thing. Yeah, man. Well, I'm fully invested in Shayna Baszler, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm um, fully invested in uh, Charlotte and Rhea. Like, yeah, man, there are things that like have me like fully invested in shit. And, and, and I, yeah, and you're gonna you you can at least pick and choose. The thing that the thing that again, okay. I understand where you're at with WWE, and I understand. And I want to stress that this isn't like a hatred thing. I'm not one of these internet no. fans that's like, fuck this company and Vince is out of touch, blah, blah. Do I think Vince is out of touch? Uh, somewhat, but I also know enough to know that this is the most successful wrestling promoter of all time, and he probably knows more than me about the fucking business, right? Um, yeah. I don't hate Hunter. I'm not one of those like, oh, Hunter haters. I don't hate Steph. I don't hate anything about this company. I think that what they are doing is fucking perfect for what they want to do. It's just not for me. And I just need to stress that I'm not a hater. I I love WWE. I'm never going to not love WWE. But, like, goddamn, man, I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, too. And I'll be real, like, I only watch about (laughs) half the season anymore. (laughs) 
And I mean, I think the takeaway is with WWE, you'll you'll watch NXT and you'll pick and choose what you want from the main roster, and I think that's fine. I uh, because I'm kind of that way with AEW. Um, I'll watch some of it. I'm not gonna watch all of it. I know until recently you didn't really want to watch any of it until it started to get slightly better. So I mean, there's that. I, I think when it comes to it right now. Every company is in a tight spot. And there was also an announcement, Mike, that they may be pre-taping Mania and Raw and SmackDown over the next week, like this upcoming week, getting it all in the can. And I saw so much backlash. I saw so much backlash that they're even going to still do Mania. And I just don't understand it, man. Like, what do you want them to do? Do people not realize that there is a possibility that this is going to last into June, July, August, September? Uh, I don't like the thought of them pre-taping it this early, but that's only because I know it'll leak. Well, I don't know if it'll leak, man. It'll fucking leak. I mean, leak. that's definitely possible. It'll fucking But leak. as tight as they're probably going to keep some of these sets, and here's the thing, they're doing it because it, this is a, from what I've read and also a, a guess on my part. Because they want to get it done before they're not allowed to do anything. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, there is a possibility that everything's shut down by next week or the week after, and they can't even do what they want to do, even in the privacy of their own facility. So that being said, I give them praise for this. I don't love it. I really don't even like it. But I'm also not going to spit in the face of a company who, again, as we talked last segment, is trying to at least give us something. I've seen people literally say, Vince McMahon is so greedy, he's going to make us watch a WrestleMania from the PC. First of all, no one's fucking making you watch it. Do what Mike Forrest is going to do. Pick and choose what you want to see. Second off, this dude and this company is losing millions upon millions of dollars to put on a WrestleMania for zero. 80,000 tickets to zero. If you think that's being greedy... You might want to look the definition up, because you are wrong, and you're stupid. Yeah, it's so fucking greedy to, essentially, like, you guys do realize, right, okay, like, like so the only money he is making off this WrestleMania are, are WWE Network. Like, this is, is this, subscribe, like, new this like, this isn't going on pay-per-view, I don't think, is it? I don't think so, not now. No, I didn't think so. I thought the pay-per-view was canceled now. Uh, so, like, understand that this is already people that already fucking pay for this thing monthly. He's not making any extra money on top of this. He's just, losing just money. Just the people that just to put it they on. want to do it because they're stuck inside. Yeah, you fucking pussies. Like, nothing's ever good enough for you people, is it? Right? Like, that's, like, the worst fucking problem with wrestling fans, man. Is that, like, you're all just, like, the biggest fucking pieces of shit. When it comes to just being, like, needful <laughs> and fucking, you just like, give me that. Give me that. You just remind me of people that just, like, like, like you always are just looking for the fucking extra. You always are just like, why? I bet you guys are, like, the type of motherfuckers that, like, when someone you know wins, like, a $100 lottery scratch off, you're like, must be nice. <laughs> Yeah, must be nice type ass people is the. I hate y'all so bad. Must be nice ass people. Like, it's. Like, you're the worst. It's like the calling card of the poor. 
It's just fucking get out of my face with that shit. He's just hating on everything. This man's giving you a fucking show that he doesn't have to give you. He's giving you two nights of fucking wrestling goodness, depending on how you look at WWE. Uh, and it's just giving it to you for free. Hey, here, by the way, everyone's sick and we're fucking risking like contamination and shit for your entertainment. But no, nah, man, go ahead and bitch because 80,000 people didn't pay me to sit in the stands and cheer and make this a better, like, event for you. Like, cause, let me tell you what. As mad as you are about a crowd not being there, Vince is ten times more fucking angry about it. So please, cut this man <laughs> some fucking slack. Oh, yeah, amazing. And Mike, I'm gonna finish with this. You know what's funny? It's like this week. Hold on, this week I was like, I, I, you know, I feel like pretty level-headed about everything that we're going to discuss this week. I wonder where I'll fit a rant into. And there it was. <laughs> like, I, you know, I just saw the amount of people bitching. Oh my god, I can't believe you're actually going to do this. Oh my god, I can't believe you're that, like, how do I want to say this? I'll give them I can't believe you're going to do this on one side because... I want to see it in the stadium too, a hundred percent. But I also have, I've been following this virus since January. People call me crazy. I've been following the news since they've actually started talking about it. And our own government, love them, hate them, trust them, don't trust them, have said there is a possibility this could go into July. Okay, guys. So the June Madison Square Garden that everyone was trying to pump up and pretend like it was going to happen. Probably not necessarily something they're going to be willing to take that risk to see to see if it happens. Is that fair? That's fair. So I thought just, man, you're really giving them shit for trying to entertain you when no one else is. No one else is doing this. The NFL isn't saying let's have some, you know, five on five NFL street games inside of arena. So there's 10 people and we can do it. You know what I mean? They're not doing that. Nobody's doing that. But WWE is and AEW is. And I think both companies are kind of wondering how long is this even going to last? So let's get through this. Second of all, you know, no one's forcing you to watch it. So if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. If it ruins wrestling for you forever because this company did something in a time of crisis to at least put a product out there, then I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. Uh, I know what to tell you. <laughs> you, can, you, you, can, you can fuck all the way off with it. As my, eh, hold on, hold on, mate, as my friend Joe would say. <laughs> so interesting little news that I just came across by tele telephone as we're uh, recording this show, Mike. And this will be old news by the time this show airs. Hoping I can even get it to air at this point. ESPN plans to air classic WrestleMania events. Exclusive. I will read this. Ooh. Of all of the sports ESPN has shown over the years, professional wrestling matches from WWE haven't really been on the list. That will change this weekend. For three Sundays, the Disney-owned sports media giant will air classic WrestleMania events on its flagship cable network and stream them on its mobile app. The initiative commences this Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern when ESPN airs WrestleMania 30 from April 2014. 
The colorful headlocks, figure four leg locks, and sleeper holds mark the latest example. Who who cites those as the three moves they're going to put in an article? Of ESPN working to fill its schedule with unorthodox content in the wake of the nation's coronavirus crisis, which has put a stranglehold on all kinds of communal gatherings, including sporting events. This is a unique opportunity, is a byproduct of the terrific working relationship we've enjoyed with WWE over the years and the unprecedented circumstances we all find ourselves in, said Burke Magnus. That guy or girl sounds like she should, he or she should be a pro wrestler. Burke, Burke Magnus. Magnus. Yeah, I like it. Uh, EVP of programming at ESPN. Uh, in a prepared statement stated, WrestleMania is one of the most popular global events in sports and entertainment, and the spectacular content it provides will be a treat for fans. Airing the event will also help WWE, which has unveiled a plan to stream a two-night WrestleMania event on April 4th and 5th at multiple locations, with only essential personnel working on closed sets. There we go. Hmm. So, maybe they recoup a little money. <laughs> Maybe. I hope they don't make any money off of it. Fucking cancel WWE hashtag. Oh, but Mike, in these strange, strange times, do you have anything else you want to say to these fine people? Yeah, man, you gotta kill one, you gotta fuck one, you gotta marry one. Oh. I had one, and then I was like, no, this is obvious and not even at all difficult. Fuck, what are we doing? Okay. You gotta kill one, you gotta fuck one, you gotta marry one. Alright. Um, uh, so, Abe Sapien from Hellboy. Okay. Um, Pan from Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> okay. Um, or... Uh, fuck it, the alien from Aliens. Nah, the alien from Alien 3. The dog alien. Mm. I mean, the dog alien's gotta go, right? Yeah, you gotta kill that thing. And then you... Fuck Pan, Mary, Abe Sapien? Yeah, I think that's the way to go. I feel like Abe Sapien would really, like, be a good husband. <laughs> uh, even in times of drama, we try to lighten the mood just a bit guys i say it every week it's been real it's been fun we will catch you next time uh you guys are beautiful we love you uh i like boys what who said that um you guys are beautiful we love you have a great week be safe everybody wash your hands wash your motherfucking hands y'all that's all it takes. Like and, and like wash. Don't just do that shit where you wash your fingers and your thumb and your palms. I watch people wash their hands at work, man. And no one gets the backs of their hands, man. Get down to your wrist. Wash a little below your seconds. wrist, man. Can't sing. Twenty seconds. Sing happy birthday twice in your head. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday. To you. We all know the fucking song. Sing it twice in your head while you're washing, man. Get in between the nooks and crannies. Keep a bottle of Purell with you. When you cough, cough don't cough into your fucking hands, you fucking simps. Cough into the your elbow, you dumb shits. Like, 
don't be in groups larger than 10 for like extended periods of time like just don't be fucking dumb listen to what they're saying on tv like i don't even clearly i don't even think this is a serious thing but i'm even doing this shit like fuck man no point in taking chances guys we'll catch you next week it's the end of the world as we know it it's the end of the world New episodes of Drive-By drop every Saturday on iTunes, Spotify, and the iHeartRadio app. Subscribe and make sure you never miss a single one. And keep the conversation going on Facebook at Drive-By Pod. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. This has been a presentation of the Near Fall Network.